Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy. We talking about Twitter. Triple joy. Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple joy. We love Pittsburgh, PA. We love Steeler Nation. You better be willing to do unique things in order to expect unique results. And, and that's just life. We've got a unique thing, and it's certainly a unique result. Uh-huh. Today, it's what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation I'm Kyle Crace. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. And it is that time again for the season is over. The you know the hot takes have been served. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is digesting and ready to, for hibernation until the great off season. <laughs> uh, so we are here uh, for the new annual tradition mm-hmm. of. The second annual Yinzi Awards, the best and worst of your tweets. Second annual, and if, and if you were here for the first, you remember that like all the great award shows, you know the the Oscars, mm-hmm. the VMAs, mm-hmm. the Nickelodeon Kid Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. There's always a great song and dance, you know, from what be it Billy Crystal or. Gerard Carmichael. I don't. I don't think he did a song and dance this I year. I might have. I didn't watch. Uh, and we here at What Jin's Talking About are no different. We've been taking names. We've been keeping score of all the stupid things you all have said with no remorse. It's the Yinzies. Oh, 
the best and worst of your tweets. All the things you should say for therapy, but instead you put your rear out here so publicly. It's the Yinzies. Is there anything more toxic? It's the best and worst of your tweets. I didn't actually think we would make it to year two. You know, <laughs> that is surprising. Maybe. What are the odds on year three? Should we put money on it? And who's, who's taking bets out there? I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine the odds would be great. So, I mean, technically, we could bet on ourselves and win, which feels unlikely, but could happen. Let's see how the show goes. We will pick them up. We will put them down. We will LOL at all the trolls who play the clown. It's the Yinzies. Is there any way to stop it? It's the best and worst of the, the best and worst of the best and worst of your godforsaken tweets. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> First category is the Juju Award mm. for best off-field moment. Mm. You know, for all the things that happened that weren't that didn't count toward okay. uh, our wins and losses. Sure. Um, uh, shall I lead? Uh, shall I go with my pick first? I you sure. Know, yeah, I, I really wanted to. Um, I really wanted to honor Franco with the mm-hmm. you know the fashion show New Year's Eve where all the all the players showed up in the Franco jerseys. Mm-hmm. That was an awesome gesture. It reminded me of. Um, when everyone wore Dick LeBeau's jersey to the Hall of Fame, right? Just or like, the bust to forty, yeah, and it just like I just like that really means something to those guys. Um, but I can't give it. I can't give it the Yinzy Award this year because all the way in Week One, when Tomlin gifted everyone with the Air Force Ones, <laughs> it was like the ultimate Tomlin move, and you, you know. And they won. They won that week one game. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I don't know if the Air Force ones had anything to do with it, but uh, to me, that was the best off field moment of the year. What what about you? I mean, I, I think I actually those were my two as one and one a. I mean, if we're going by the strict letter of the law, uh, I would actually just narrowly put the Franco moment above the AF ones because I think that was an off field moment that did kind of help on the field. I think that is that that if they're you know for as much as people are like ah I don't know what Tomlin means or what he's thinking. No, that told you exactly what he was thinking. Once somebody, frankly, you and others were able to parse exactly what the symbolism was at Dumb. And I also think that, you know, in in another year, I mean, the Franco thing is is great, but it was so much a, a tragic thing. I mean, yeah, this is, yeah. you know, the AF1s were so much a night, you know, a, a sunnier, better thing. The Franco thing shouldn't have had to happen, and unfortunately it did. The af one should have been the clear winning, running away without something bad happening. I, you know, if you anyone wants to gift me on my Amazon list if anyone can find one of those Air Force Ones that are out. You know, I'm sure the players, I don't think anyone I saw a guy wearing them in Pittsburgh and I was like transfixed when the dude walked by. I mean, they look nice. Like, uh, all right, let's move on to the Debo Award. This is for most viral alumni moment. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you make your pick. I mean, my, I, 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 it's one of those things, but, but, but my head and with my heart, I mean, my heart is, uh, you put Franco goes to rage against the machine with Tom Morello. I mean, that is yeah. someone who, you know, I think the, the last CD I ever got, my grandmother bought me evil empire at the Kmart in Westview. Ooh, cool so grandma. that was, that was, that was, uh, I think she might've given me the money, but that's not the point. 
point. But uh, the, the winner has to be uh, uh, Ben launches his podcast. Okay. I mean, this, this has just changed how people view. I mean, in a real way, this has changed Ben's legacy a lot. It opens him up to a whole new group of fans and people. And I can't tell you, I mean, between my family and other people, like, I didn't know Ben was that funny. Yeah, I didn't know Ben yeah. was that smart. <laughs> and I've heard that in a bunch of places. So uh, th- those are my, that's my pick. That, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I wish we've seen that Ben all yes. career because mm-hmm. he was always the, you know, he was always like this. I don't know. He was a whole lot different. Taciturn and snarky, I think, were phrases we might have used. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is you know, I, I again, I you know, I was torn with this one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give it to Franco goes mm-hmm. to rage because it was especially it was the same week when you know Kenny and Mace were going to see Kenny Chesney. <laughs> and it was like, all right, you know. All the wine cooler partiers are going to see Kenny Chesney and Franco. Franco's hitting the pit (laughs) at Rage. But I had, unfortunately, because that was. That was locally a huge moment, but there was mm-hmm. something that transcended mm-hmm. uh, nationally and even globally, mm-hmm. and that was AB's dance <laughs> and hit song. Uh, put that ish on. It, it, it sparked a movement from in the hip hop world, in the sports world. We saw a Tomlin dance after the <laughs> Bengals win. Uh, we saw Pickens dance at the, the touchdown, and and so for a moment in time, I don't know if it's still hip to do or not, but for a moment in August, uh, <laughs> finally I could do the coolest dance on TikTok. That's a very compelling case you've made, Kyle. Let's move on. We're, we're uh, yeah, we got a lot to. Let's just you know, let's cut the caucus. <laughs> It's time for the Myron Cope Award, the mm-hmm. best alumni on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last year we honored uh, Trey Essex with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not going to give him back to back this year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, he's 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 not on here a lot, but when he comes, it's insightful and it, uh, you know, I. And it's 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 not just uh, he's not just BSing you know mm. it's something important and that's why I'm giving it to number ninety eight Vince Williams. I wish you'd stay on more social media, but you know when he come out and would say like, hey, what what you seeing with Devin Bush isn't what it's all cracked up to be, or what you're seeing with Matt Canada isn't what it's all cracked up to be. So, uh, welcome to the Myron Cope Award, Vince Williams. Oh, yeah, I, I I agree, and it's it's not to build up a thing. I think you could uh, give it to Trey Essex every year. Yeah. At, uh, I mean, you also have Charlie Batch on here, which would have been a very deserving winner, but it's the same thing. You could give it to Charlie every year. But uh, but I guess it's also it's just something about social media is that really that's the only place you're going to interact with Vince is when he shows up every now and then to uh, say something genuinely insightful or something uh, more so than any of these other people. Vince is funny. Yeah. Like yeah. he has an actual sense of humor. I mean, I just read one from him the other day. I don't know. And I don't get the entire context of it. And even without that, it made me laugh. It was he shared a um, a video of the New York Giants. Uh, celebration after they defeated the Vikings and his exact quote were, I hope you lose next week by 50. <laughs> and I don't even know, what, and it was something to do with the song or something to do with the dance, I don't know. I do know that made me laugh as somebody that, frankly, I've never really had a problem with the Giants as a Steelers fan. I mean, I have warm memories of rooting for Eli against Brady in those Super Bowls, but just seeing that made me laugh, and your points are very well taken about how he explains that uh, what you're seeing is, uh, uh, you know, that the knowledge that only real insider would have, so I, I second the uh, award for Vince Williams. All right, let's move on to... How about the Yinzer Crazy Award for the most bizarre fan moment of the year? Um, 
Well, uh, go ahead. You can lead this one. I mean, I, 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 I see the three finalists. I'm not <laughs> sure I have a good answer for any of them. I, I You have written here, terrible tailgate guy quits Twitter over insensitive tweets. And I'm thinking like, wow, I don't want any more context for that. <laughs> I don't want anything else to do with that. It. Uh, no, someone found some old, you know, found some past tweets. And guess what? Uh, you know, maybe delete that stuff. Okay? I see. You know? Especially if you're going to be a public facing thing that's supposed to be inclusive for fans, then absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know how public facing the terrible tailgate is but <laughs> well you're probably um, asking for money you're asking for followers if you're asking for something yeah try not to ask with uh, gritted teeth but uh, i'll go because uh, i'm learning to be more open to new experiences and positivity in my own life i will go with your top one here ravens fan proposes a steelers fan at Acreshore. that implies there's love out there for all of us uh hug your fellow man or whoever you're interested in that is um yeah i'm gonna go with that as a more positive thing versus in sensitive tweets i laugh at that whoa oh <laughs> so dang coach he's all all stone heart of stone um yeah the guy proposed yeah the, like i don't know that, even ryan clark that's what who brought that to everyone's attention okay. was just like why is this guy why is this ravens fan proposing at Shore? just bizarre i don't get that but uh for me i gotta give the award to the Steelers bus slash ambulance who lost their parking spot to Kenny's fiance this year. And, uh, you know, so it's we'll, we'll see what if, if they throw out those number eight jerseys after all. <laughs> When they're parking over on the other side of Station Square or wherever. I did. I now remember saying when you brought it up to me at the time, I said, good. I'm glad that happened. I hope they move those people out of there. So, But but now that I'm more warm-hearted by the end of the season, I'm going to go with love versus I'm glad the woman kicked you out. Uh, I Like I said, I park at the casino. Oh, yeah. My mom does, too. Let's mm-hmm. move on to the Najee Davenport's Laundry Basket Award. This is the low point mm. Of the team mm. season. Um, I'll go first with this because, mm. uh, you know, there were there were a couple and we'll and there, 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 there were some low points. Oh, it's yeah. Just, no, no, no. <laughs> it was tough making the finals here just as it was to pick a winner. Yeah. But I think the you know, even though it was earlier in the season when the Steelers blew a 10 point lead mm-hmm. against the Jets, I think that was Tomlin's worst fourth quarter collapse uh, or at least. uh Hey, at least in, in memory, um, and and uh, yeah, that's so that that gets my that gets my dump truck award. There. Oh yeah, and I was and I I don't see how there's another winner, a loser or whatever you want to call this in the season than that because that was the one where you know at one and three and and the rookie quarterback coming in and you blowing the game and TJ still being out that was not just the low point of the season that was the one where you couldn't even be like. Okay, so how are they going to make the playoffs now? Like you couldn't even start to do that to start doing that math, and you couldn't see it at the beginning of the season. I mean, it's it's easy to look back at the rest of the season and say, "No, okay, well they got close, all right." But at the time, we didn't know that like Tua was going to be out for months with a, a concussion. You know what I mean? Like that Lamar wasn't going to be out. So that that's the low point. I mean, it's you know the, getting blown out in Philadelphia and Buffalo doesn't even make the cut for right. the finals. <laughs> it, uh, and, and the other reason I think you might have touched on this, and I'm, I'm sorry if you did, but just you know blowing the 10 point lead against the jets you know the later everything else you have on here which are also worthy finalists the ravens final drive and actor sure the Bengals called the steelers offense predictable three ints and the loss to the ravens all of those came after and in some part because of that blown 10 point lead against the jets well yeah i mean those were that was like the kenny era right um mm-hmm. uh that if that ravens final you know if uh yes. if they would have went on to 
have a you know they they didn't blow losing to the Bengals, but if they would have went on to like have a Super Bowl run, that could have been a defining moment for at least for their team. Oh, I a think, thousand you know? percent. Or even if that dude just gets the ball, I'm sure to say it's something. Like, what if he was just a little bit taller or held the ball at his chest and jumped or it, you know, in Baltimore now after all that. <laughs> Yeah, we can't speculate. Well, <laughs> well, AB, wait till we get to the wait till we get to your category. Um, let how about the Mark Madden Genius Award? This goes to the low point of the fans season. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? I'll let, I'll let you. Start oh, I have. A, I, it's an easy winner for me. The uh, or loser in this case is definitely the death threats to Kevin Dodson. No matter how upset you get, that, there's never any call for that. I don't care how disappointed you are, whether the team is winning or losing. There's no call for that in any part of society, and a society cannot function with people in, who in it who feel comfortable doing that. So that's easily the low point for me. I somewhat resent that. I, yeah, me too, Coach. I'll mm. I'll give that the award too, but I I do want to give honorable mention to to uh, all those boo birds on Christmas Eve on the Franco game. It's Christmas Eve. Who's booing on Christmas Eve? You you don't even know if you're on Santa's nice list yet. The only thing I will say is that it, it, I would imagine it, 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 the, if your lips had frozen, you might have been making any noise, and it sounded like boo. And uh, <laughs> that was as weird an experience up until you know that that that, that was the first. First night where you're like, oh, is this what global warming is going to be like for the rest of our lives? That was, I'll never forget that evening. This is a product of your journey, and your journey's not over yeah, yet. It's part of the journey. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make it through the uh, the ice bowl, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of cower, let's do. Let's go to the cower power award. Mm-hmm. This goes to the season's most defining moment. Um, I, I'll start. It's um, you know, it, it, at one point I wanted to say. You know, Mitch beating Brady, but this mm-hmm. wasn't the this. But then, you know, this would be this. The story of the season became Kenny. You know, it was mm-hmm. Kenny's team and all that. So it's got to be uh, one of the two comebacks in the fourth. Yes. And and I'll go Baltimore. I'll go give it to Baltimore. Kenny against Baltimore because hey, it's the rivalry. It's yes. in division. Uh, sure, Christmas Eve against Oakland was was another special, but this was uh, this is cementing his spot uh, among any Kenny doubters. That moment should have cemented the spot. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 one and one a. Uh, there's no wrong answer here. I mean it's the thing is I, I I was leaning the Christmas Eve one just because you know if that doesn't happen, does the one in Baltimore happen? But who knows? I mean the Baltimore one is so much more impressive. It's on the road against a team that really is so so much better than the Raiders, particularly on defense defense uh it, it was just this i mean it's it's that's a win that contending Steeler teams uh struggle to get so yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's, there's no wrong answer here and i think that's a fine answer all right let's keep moving we gotta get we got so many how about the ah this is sponsored by marvel's doctor strange and the multiverse of madness award <laughs> if you could have one play back this year uh, what would you have? Uh, th- this is this award. Well, go go ahead. Uh, I'll let you pick first. Ah, uh, uh, you know, I I I have some great answers here, and um, I was thinking I wanted to pick the one where if the play is reversed, it's automatically gets me what I want. So that rolls out uh. Kenny's goal line interception versus the Dolphins because that doesn't guarantee they're going to score as this, and that also does the same with the Mitch Red zone INT versus the Ravens, the Boswell blocked field goal against the Ravens and Gunners punt. So I'm going to go with Jets convert fourth and seven in the fourth quarter. I, I That's going to be because that because if that doesn't happen, then Kenny comes out and takes his first knees in the NFL and the game is over. 
Right. Yeah, and that and that changes the course of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, well, who knows? I guess it wouldn't change the course right. of the season. And I don't but. even remember. Maybe the Jets had some timeouts. I have no idea. It, uh, but so I mean, but it's but that you know whatever that win probability is, and I'm sure some local LA folks who saw the Chargers at ninety nine point nine can tell me all about it. It would have been a lot higher had that fourth and seven not converted. Um, you know, I think the ultimate. What if? It's not necessarily if I could have this play back, but I think the ultimate what if on maybe the whole season would have been also in that game uh, where DJ was just maybe a Mm -hmm. blade of grass short from a touchdown for Mitch, in which case... Would Kenny have been in in the second half? Oh, I uh, doubt it. What, you know, that could have been the ultimate what if of the entire season. So uh, I'm giving the Multiverse of Madness Award to Mitch and DJ for the toe top that that nearly wasn't. Oh, or maybe. I mean, you don't have it on here, and I don't know if it counts, but it, whatever it happened on the play that got TJ hurt against the Bengals. I mean, that that might have been it, too. But I, I forget, that was late in the fourth when they were driving to, uh, you know, the touchdown to Chase. Or any but of the, those dropped interceptions, I guess. I mean, see, that's just it. It's, yeah, how many things that, you know, who's, yeah. It's, it's, there was, this, was, this was the one, I think, with the most possible answers. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, let's move on. It mm-hmm. is time for the Tony Toe Tap Award for the best offensive moment of the year. Um... Everyone is going to – I'll go first. Everyone mm-hmm. is going to say the George Pickens one-handed catch. But, I, you know, I don't even – I think the DJ's one-handed catch in Cincinnati was even more spectacular because that was along the sidelines. And in overtime. But I am going to give the award to Pickett to Najee against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. It was a scramble on the run, and it was kind of a Ben Bean Ben moment. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It was, it was, and it was in the moment they absolutely needed it. It was, it was a moment we were, you know, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. It was a good thing he only had eight fingers or whatever because he might have gotten Pickett with the other one. It, um, yeah, I think that, I mean, that was, you know, that was as big a play and as big a moment as he'll really ever have, and uh, it absolutely happened. That was the best offensive moment. It, um, you know, and Najee was open, but he wasn't like as open as Pickens was against the Raiders. And, yeah. Uh, for that so yeah so i'll do, uh, uh, i'll agree with you on that one let's move on to the troy palomalu award for the best defensive moment um go ahead i'll let you go first uh yeah i mean you got it at the top here uh, uh, uh well i mean it hmm i don't know now i'm thinking it uh i, I kind of think i was actually at a fourth answer minka against the ravens in baltimore but uh I'll, I'll go the cam sutton int against the raiders it uh that guy was open uh a decent throw might have gotten there but a decent throw sutton might have gotten to that too so uh I, I i i i'll take that um i mean technically the minka blocked extra point in cincinnati is not a defensive moment as it's special oh, teams but but, but but come on no this isn't that kind of podcast it, um, but yeah, so I, I, I I'll, I'll give the Cam Sutton INT against the Raiders with a uh, uh, asterisk for a Minka against the Ravens. All right, well, you know, I'm gonna, I was gonna, yeah, I guess my award comes with controversy. <laughs> uh, you know, I will, you know, I guess if Variety wants a comment afterwards or Entertainment Tonight, I'll be, uh, I'll be. I should not have said anything. I'll be checking my mentions. Um, but yeah, I'm giving it to Minka blocked extra point. Um, I guess technically, yeah, I guess. But hey, what a moment. And 
uh, I mean, really, that may have set the pace for everything else that happened. Uh, I know we started off two and six or whatever, but without if it's maybe with an zero and one start, maybe it would have never. Uh, Absolutely, a hundred percent. That's that's it, it, it's, and they needed all of those wins for it to be, you know, the positive feeling that we got now to build on, and that's one more thing to build on. All right, uh, let's get more to the takes because that's our specialty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Most undertweeted or under the radar story, you, you know, the story that the mainstream and all the insiders missed. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that Mike Tomlin necessarily got the credit he deserved for becoming the fifth quickest to win 160 games, surpassing um, uh, surpassing what's his name? Joe from, Gibbs. Uh, yeah. From the Raider, Redskins, whatever, from mm-hmm. the Washington. Mm-hmm. But... I I think most undertweeted, maybe up until the last two weeks of the season or the last week, people really started noticing. I'm giving the award to Robert Spillane, who not only, you know, it, it was like, oh, he's just becoming, he's going from the dime back linebacker to full on wearing the green dot three downs every play. Uh, three downs every whatever you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, I know what you mean. Yes, the, no, the quarterback of the defense at. Uh, and you know, I think that I think it went about two or three weeks there before anyone really started noticing. I think it went until like week 17, and he had been there for almost all of unleashing hell season. No, yeah, no, 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 no. That's the fine guess. I'm still going to go with the. I mean, I'll personally lean on the Tomlin and Gibbs thing just because you hear 160 wins, and it's always seen in the context of you know Belichick and 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 Reed and and not say Joe Gibbs who for people of our age and older was seen as a real all-timer so i mean obviously gives us what two what two more championships right gives us three i totally forget but um but he has hey he has siri multiple. yeah but it uh but yeah so i i don't think there's a wrong answer between either of those and you have the highsmith pro bowl thing which a lot of people talked about uh so that's so yeah so i think those are definitely your two winners there yeah um we could keep talking about highsmith I, mm. what thank you well maybe we'll just keep it quiet until after his uh, contract extension <laughs> and then we'll talk about the snub is that that's kind of what happened with dj it was like what he was snubbed for the pro bowl and then it was like mm. what he wants to sign for 13 million what the what the so i bet we'll see I wonder if we'll see Alex do that. Um, all right, let's move on to the most stagnant idea or stagnant take of the season. I'll let you lead. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I got to go tank for draft picks. I mean, it's, it's the other one was that, I mean, you don't have it on here, but the idea that we're just going to excuse Kenny every time he does something wrong, uh, the growing pains, right? Uh, but, but you have youth movement on here, which is, which I think is kind of equivalent, but um, no, I mean the tank for draft picks thing. I mean, it's, it's just because it, it's easy to say that, but to really, but no one who ever said it, almost no one ever said it entails what really tanking would do or be or how it would actually work. I mean, it's, you know, if, if the Dolphins had done a little bit more tank, a little less tanking, they might have won that game this weekend because they might have had another pick other than just the quarterback that they wanted to get that, uh, you know, was didn't play again. So, yeah, I think we're in unison here. A kind so. of celebration of ignorance. Yeah, tanking for draft picks. What? In Pittsburgh? What? Mm-hmm. The Steelers? Um, yeah. And and how quickly, you know, so I'm, you know, for, for a minute there it was like we were the number one overall or number two over you know not since terry bradshaw Mm -hmm. yeah not since terry bradshaw stale (laughs) now we're we're, now we're at 17 where we can get great players like jarvis jones (laughs) let's move on to worst prediction of this year and there were many predictions um 
you know, someone, a lot of people thought that uh, Mason Rudolph would be traded. He survived all 17 game checks or 18, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that's going to be, you know what? That's going to be my, I'm giving that award to Mason. Mason picks up the Yinzi. I mean, I, 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 I wish the Rams would have offered uh, a third round pick or something, but no, there was a lot of, he was going to be, I mean, I'll still have to go with, uh, you know, the, the people, it was, it was kind of nonstop that Tomlin would have his first losing season, particularly uh, throughout the off season. So I'll go with that. I mean, it's just the amount of seven and 10 I saw was, was, was just, remember the dude with the computer? The dude with the computer oh, like and the 10, athletic. 10,000 10, simulations. And he got really huffy when people pointed out, like, hey, it's a computer and you're a moron. <laughs> like, it, I rem- he, he, would, he, got, he got real snippy there in the athletic comments. I forgot to look up that dude. I also forgot to renew my subscription to the athletic. But, it, it's, but the, yeah, so I'll go with Tomlin would have his first losing season. Just because that, that, that was everywhere for, like, a long time. These other predictions would come and go from different people. But, like, the first losing season thing would like come in waves like it would recede and it would come in and then it would recede and it would come in and yeah my time to eat chicken wings you had doubts you had any doubts um, I, I'm glad we're still using a Malik to sound quote. So, someday, like, we're still doing this. Years from now, we'll be like, oh, we got the third, a quote from the third quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. It's backing up Josh Dobbs and his two MVP campaigns. All right. Well, how about the – okay, from worst prediction, let's give go to best prediction. And, uh, you know, I'm going to – I'll give credit where credit is due. This wasn't a prediction that I made, but it ended up being – one of the best, and I'm going to give the Yinzi to that Kenny, those who said Kenny would start by the bye, and I kind of thought that I bet Mitch is good enough to to hang yes. in there for the season, And but it turns out the, the you know, the, the team Kennys were right. I was, I, I no, I'm with you. I mean, I, I was wrong. The other two you have here, no losing season for Tomlin, and Pickens would immediately contribute, were both things that I thought. Yeah, I did not think Kenny would start by the bye. I also didn't think they'd go one and three. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I'm willing to say that I am wrong and agree with you, at, uh, and also being wrong in this context. At, let's uh, uh, let's uh, let's move on to biggest insider conspiracy theory. The mm. media, the insiders, really. Uh, I, I don't know if they whiffed on some of these or if they just had. You know, I'm actually, uh, you know, actually on the way here, I've kind of rethought my choice because oh, okay. I was really kind of, I was really kind of, uh, you know, on. I was really kind of hurting on when Ron Cook said that Mitch lost the starting job for being unbecoming of a captain. <laughs> It's and not I was just, an aircraft carrier. It's a football team. You know, I'm just like, what the heck happened? And then I'm thinking, what, you know, what all this reporting that there was a fight between Mitch and DJ. And, I, and then I thought, well, you know what? What if someone like Arthur Molette did talk to Ron Cook and say, you know what? Mitch is supposed to be the captain. You shouldn't be picking fights with your receiver at halftime, you know? And then I thought, you know what? Maybe someone did say something close to that. But one thing I can't refute, and I'm going, I'm going off the page here. Uh oh. And it's because I got the alert 23 hours ago on my phone. <laughs> Matt Canada is back, so I'm giving worst insider prediction conspiracy theory two. It was Filippoldo saying that all the players know Matt Canada <laughs> is gone. 
Turns out none of the players, well, hey, the ones we've heard publicly supported Matt Canada, and it looks like he's here to stay. It, uh, yeah, and it's, and we'll talk about that another time, but this that, that it better work out because, man, we were out of excuses on that. But uh, my answer, my winner is the one that you have that does touch on that here on the sheet. Uh, Dunlap says Boswell told Canada it ain't because of you, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that's my favorite because you can watch the video, and as I said at the time, like, have you ever been around people that work together? Like, <laughs> Like, have you ever joked around with somebody or made it or, or, or like it's because it's basically a roast joke was the way I read it. Like yeah. it's, it's needling. It's not like it's we won. Well, it ain't because of you. And then everyone laughs because they know that it's a joke because we're, the joke is about how everyone criticizes you. And yet we won today. The target of the joke isn't the person who's getting the thing said to them. That's, you know, you know this if you've ever joked around with a human being. <laughs> uh, well, and let's. You know, and you wanted to, you were still feeling some Christmas spirit. You want to give the award to the least trolling. Oh, yeah, the least trolling. I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I mean, I, I know, you know, recency bias, but boy, it's, it's so nice when you encounter Steelers media people online that just in good faith and aren't, you know, trying to uh, jack up interactions by uh, being jack holes. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll go with, um, you know, I, I, I think for me, it's just Christopher Carter and James Wexel, two men that whenever I listen to them, I learn something or I hear about something that I saw or know uh, in a different context and with added context. So those those are two that I, I always get something out of. I uh, really had to reach deep into my soul to try to find uh, some heart to give to some of these local insiders. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it to the DVE crew over oh. at, uh, and you, you said it's Dulac over there. It's it's what it's Dulac, it's Pursuta, it's Labriol, but they have like a dozen people on yeah. on game day. I mean that's you know that's like a whole thing. It, um, mm. All right, well we were going so long this week, but I'm mm. you know I'm guessing only the real fans are listening <laughs> at this point. The ones uh, who've been tailgating our podcast. Yeah. All right. Coming up in the second half, we still have to give awards, the marquee awards, like mm. worst take, best take, best fan. Uh, the Tomlin moment of the year, one of my favorites, and maybe even the Randy Feekner Memorial Straw Man Award. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the year. The second year we're giving out the things 
about tweeting. All right, it's the second half of the second annual Yinzy Awards, brought to you by What Yin's Talking About, Acrisure Stadium, and BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That was my. I was trying to be, be my SNL voice. Or whatever. Oh, 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 oh gotcha. I don't know what. What it didn't no, sound like. No, no, no. I mean, it was. A, it was official. The yes. voice of God. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Happy Trails Award to the Steeler who, uh, more than likely, we are saying you know so long and farewell to in 2023. Um, it, you know, as much as I want to. Uh, Give it to Mason Rudolph, who through no circum no fault of his own, right. had uh, a difficult journey mm-hmm. in Steeler Nation. You know, drafted to to be maybe the replacement of a guy who had no intention of being replaced mm-hmm. and in no need of being replaced. <laughs> and then when his time came, uh, through no fault of his own, you know, was was Drew Luck? Is that what they said? Well, who, who got out drafted? You know. Yes. Got, um, but I cannot give it to Mason mm-hmm. because my personal, my uh, a personal connection. I am giving it to Chase Claypool, who I met in the grocery store and gave him the, you know, the Christ bump, and it, and it turned into one of the worst performances in the <laughs> NFL this season. Well, I, 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 I mean, that, those are those are fine answers. I, I'm going to give it to Tyson Alualu, uh, just that, you know, may he enjoy retirement. I mean, it's it's you know, there's a guy that 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 it, when you talk about how you want free agents to work out, this is exactly how you want them to work out. A guy that maybe didn't live up to his you know draft spot in another place and came somewhere else, and boy, did he ever live up to it there. He had a few great years. He they coached him up. He was great. He took maybe a little less money to stay here. And then it just, you know, what's that? Time is undefeated or whatever all those cliches are. And it just, you know, he got a little old for it. And I hope he really enjoys retirement. That uh, it's it, they, To win the Happy Trails, I think you have to get hit both so long and farewell. <laughs> and uh, Tyson Alualu does both for me. It's good to see the big boy. That's right, you know, and uh, you know, I, yeah, I guess he, you know, he could retire a Steeler. That's really would be his legacy. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, let's go to welcome to Steelers Nation Award and some, uh, you know, might, might be might say it's an obvious pick with uh, KP8 there, mm-hmm. but no, not uh, rarely have we seen this kind of hype around mm-hmm. a player, let alone a rookie. I've got to give the welcome to Steeler Nation Award to George Pickens, University yeah. of Georgia. I mean, there's no wrong answers here. You have so many great ones. Kenny Pickett, who, you know, it would is I, I almost feel like you can't give it to him. Like he's just, it's just so obvious. Uh, Pickens was tremendous. James Daniels, who remember people complaining about him in the preseason and what a great year he went right, on to have. Right. Same with Mason Cole. Demarvin Leal already looks like a stud. Jalen Warren makes up for how many years of bad running back draft picks. Uh, I mean, it's there's no wrong answers here. What you said is fine. Can we be fine? I really am going to go Larry O on this. Larry Ogunjobi. Okay. Just because, right. I mean, think about what he had to go through. You know, he signs that huge deal in Chicago, and then they find that, like, his knee is funky or something. And then he signs a decent deal in Pittsburgh coming out of nowhere. Once Stefan it's like, well, I'm done with this. And he's great all year. I mean, he gets hurt a little bit in there, and it's, but he, you know, basically it was like, hey, I need a job. Are you guys hiring? And then he came in and was fantastic. So there's, uh, I mean, it's, you know, Pickens and Pickett were obvious answers. And uh, so there's no wrong answer here. I mean, I, I'm 
imagine next year it's going to be just as tough too because they're you know it's uh, with the money and draft picks. So yeah, hopefully next year we have a difficult time as well picking uh, who to win this thing. So, You're exactly right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. I hope. Yeah, let's. I hope this is a. This is a. What's Tomlin like to say? He's like this is a fun problem to have or something mm-hmm. or whatever when mm-hmm. he, when he has six O linemen that. Um, <laughs> Everyone wants to be fired. All right. Uh, moving on to Mike Tomlin moment of the year. <laughs> and uh, man, there were some good ones yes. this year. Uh, you know, seeing him do the AB dance uh, is always iconic. It's, it's I don't want to say it's almost commonplace now to see him dance during a win. But we've got one of the great quotes. And do I have it? Do I even have it here? Where is it? Oh, come, oh, I thought I had it. Well, we all know. No, there. He didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. So, and I, you know, and this was a team that didn't urinate down its leg. I think that defines it. And, uh, and, if, and hey, if you, as long as you don't do that, who knows? Maybe you can get a doorstep away from the playoffs. So the Yinzi goes to not urinating down the lake. I, I mean, it's. I, I don't know how there's another answer here. I mean, you have Tomlin on the Pivot podcast, which was incredible and something you can study for a long, long time. But in terms of just sheer moments, one moment, it's absolutely that. I mean, someone came late to acting class the other night and asked how my scene was, and I almost said we didn't urinate down our leg. Like it's just, it's <laughs> such a part of uh, how you think about things. Now, yes, I mean, it's it was absolutely uh, 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 just a great, great quote. Um, all right, uh, let's uh, let's move on to the Randy Feekner Memorial Straw Man Award for the haters' biggest target. And you know, the, the, throughout the season, there were many targets. Mm. You could have you gone from Marcus Allen to Devin Bush to Deontay Johnson, Dan Moore Jr., uh, Mitch Trubisky. You know, but from from you know September first through. January, what's the, January 19th? <laughs> One man has been on the middle of the, I see, you know, I see people throwing darts and I just put their his face on that and it's been Mr. Matt Canada. Congratulations I mean, I, on the Yinzi. I mean, I remember talking to you last week about how I was like, yeah, it, it hit me out of nowhere. Like one of those like dawning horror realizations in a scary movie where it's like all the Canada hate you we missed on Twitter, not realizing the people were using the Canadian flag emoji to say his name. <laughs> and we didn't think that search for Steelers and Canadian flag emoji. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a Steelers code out there on Twitter. Right, like, right, right. I mean, it's I don't think that's what the trolls are blocking. But the one we will not name right 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 i mean it's it's yeah i mean uh you know the the, the haters i mean they, were, they had their choice of targets i think either him or deontay or tomlin just as because the other guys again mitch and devin and marcus and dan uh uh the way again in waves you know it's it's there i mean it's nobody was complaining about marcus allen all season long if you were that's an odd fandom like it's you know maybe you know, complained after a panther game maybe you were like why didn't they get a better inside linebacker for you weren't like yelling after the jets game about marcus allen but, there were um, people who were mad that he made the roster right and, yes. and uh you know shame on them special teams matter oh yes all right it's time for one of our marquee awards best take of the year and uh there are not a lot of great takes out there this year. Uh, a lot of critics, but one person was not afraid to fact check uh, some of the haters. Um, and we got him here now. It's Christopher Carter from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Welcome to What Jen's Talking About. Oh, man. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's always great to come back to a behind the steel curtain. 
uh, places where I got started with all my blogging and my writing before I started doing, you know, getting picked up by publications. So it's great to be back and I'm honored to receive an award from you guys. This is pretty awesome. That's right. We don't, you know, we don't really love our insiders too much, but I got to give you credit I, you know you've you've been uh you've been taking on you i don't know i've you i'll say fat fact checking some of the haters or some of the critics out there um one tweet that kind of uh you know caught my attention was uh you know you said if you don't actually think tomlin should be fired don't be the hit dog that hollers and you know there's a lot of people i'll especially say in the media you know maybe some of your colleagues who i don't know if it's for clout if it's for clicks but there's certainly some uh, some vile critics out there, especially when it comes to Tomlin. Uh, what are you seeing out there on social media? I mean, part of this is that there are people who I think try to or, or, or takes that I feel are 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 too are, are are trying to say something, but know that they can't say something. You know, like the and specifically with Mike Tomlin. You know, it's I think there's always people that try to be the gritty hard. Oh, I'm hardcore because I'm saying that they should do this aggressive move and I'm being negative and I'm not cynical. I'm realist. And, you know, I, I think there's times where you can do analysis, real analysis of on field of tape that says, hey, they don't do this well. This got worse. This shows lack of improve, improvement. But you are working overtime. If you are trying to say Mike Tomlin is the problem that the Steelers can't overcome right now. And, and, and like, you know, for, for example, there's always the common thing, you know, people, when someone, anyone, national, local, whoever is just saying, wow, he's really gone 16 years and has never lost a locker room. He's never had a losing season. They've never tanked out and had to just, just eat, you know, just go get a top, top 10 pick naturally and deal with that. And the immediate response is, is, as you know, well, he hasn't won a playoff game in, in six years, or he has only won three playoff games in this amount of years, and ignoring, you know, he's a Super Bowl champion, a two-time AFC champion, won the AFC North more time than any other coach, you know, ignoring all of those things. Um, but 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 pointing at that, and it's like I, I it's like it's like, okay, we get that, but what part of that is coaching? What part of that is the actual and some people point to a challenge record, and then I'll be like, Okay, well, he has a better challenge record than Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick is known as the greatest coach of all time. So, what's your point? Um, you know, and and there's certainly things you can criticize Mike Tomlin. There's times I disagree with his in-game decisions, but when people point to that and they say, "See, that's why that he has to go," I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. You could go look at what John Harbaugh did in the playoffs just now and question some of those decisions. You could look at Andy Reid and some of his losses and question those decisions." Point is, you a lot of the criticisms you can throw at Tomlin. You can throw at any coach who's successful, unsuccessful, whatever. To me, I, I, I see those things and it's like, okay, just say what you want to say. You want Tomlin <laughs> gone. And then whenever you say, I never said I wanted to be fired, because you know that if you say that, you'll be what Rich Eisen said in his podcast the other week. You will be D-U-M-B dumb. <laughs> and it's just like, and, and, and like, and you know not to say that thing, but... I just I look at that and that's why I say when you when you're hit when you when I say you're the hit dog that's hollering right now, and I say you know what Mike Tomlin's a great coach and people who think he's not a great coach I think are fooling themselves 
And then, and then people say, well, I'm not going to say I didn't think he's going to be fired, but I am going to say, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> then why are you talking right now? If, if no, no one's saying that he, that his playoff record in the last six years is good. No one's saying that that's a good thing that he did, but they're acknowledging these are the things that he's doing well and why the Steelers should keep him. And, and then out of nowhere, these other things come out of the way. So that's where that comes from just from when I, when I'm, when I'm doing that. And I almost did it again today because here we go (laughs) saying Mike McCarthy is so much better than a a head coach than Mike Tomlin, because he has more, uh, I think what, two more playoff wins than him in the last, uh, however many years. And, you know, people are like, well, look what he did with Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, look what he did with Aaron Rodgers. The great, a guy who was much better of a quarterback than than Ben Roethlisberger. He won just as many Super Bowls with him. So uh, uh, yeah, but just again, the hit dog that hollers a lot of hit dogs. I'll give you a chance to who are the who are some of the good people out there on social media to follow? Who you know? Because I see seventy five percent negative tweets. I think you know week in and week out. Who oh. who are you out there following? Well, I'll say this before I before I start naming people. I, I'll say I think some of this is also just who's the loudest because. When I look around and, and like, I agree, there's times that you just see negative, negative, negative because they're the loudest people on Twitter. But then when you post something positive, a lot more people respond and like your like your like your posts when you do that. And, and you start to see it's not just because you're just being positive, it's because there's more people that think that way. They're just not as loud about it. They're not they're not waking up Tuesday morning and saying, ah, you know what, I'm just gonna flame Mike Tomlin today. <laughs> They're waking up and saying, I'm gonna go about my day and I'm gonna know that Mike Tomlin's a great coach and that the Steelers got a good situation and that they're building towards something right now. And will they win a Super Bowl again with him? I don't know, but they're I think that they're building towards being a team that could win a Super Bowl. And how many teams have we seen that could have won Super Bowls o- o- over the past our lifetimes? Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of people out there that think I do it, I do it, that do it the right way. Uh, and I have them on my show all the time. Wes Euler, Alan Saunders, Josh Taylor. Um, I think Noah Strackbine's great. Jim Wexel, uh, Dale Lolly. Uh, and he works for the team now, so he kind of has to. But <laughs> Dale's always been fair before that. I worked with him for many years. Um, you know, uh, my, my, my partners at the Post-Gazette, I think that, you know, uh, Jerry, Ray, and Brian, they're very fair. And there's times people don't like things that, like, Jerry will say because he's, you know, he's been around the team. But that's what, that you know, Jerry brings a lot of insight. And I learn a lot from Jerry. And that's one thing is, like, I, I take the time to learn behind the guys who have been around it, even if I don't agree with some of their takes. Like, Dale and I have butt heads many, many times over the years. If you followed us when we worked together, uh, you know, at, at the outlet we were at, um, I, I think that there were plenty of times you saw we butted heads, but we respected each other. And and as there was a lot of times where I credit Dale, I'm like, I, I didn't think this way or I didn't know how to look in this direction until I followed how you op- how you operated. And, you know, and that taught me things. That doesn't mean, again, I don't agree with everything they say, but I think that their way of approaching the game and way of covering the team. I think there's there's meat on that bone. I think that there's things to learn from that, to pull out of that and inject into how you view the game and you cover the game, or 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 if you're just a fan, you watch the game and you think about the team. Um, there's plenty. I think that's the thing. Like, cool. There's there's so many people out there uh, that, that 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 I like. Um, and, and again, it's it's not it's not all you know one out. Like, because I know a lot of people flame ninety three point seven the fan because there's a lot of hot takes there, but there's a lot of good people there too. Um, you know, I, I Josh Josh Roundtree. I think that he's a, he's a, he's a good dude. I've, I've talked about Josh Taylor a lot. I think Chris Mack is a good guy. Doran Dickerson. Um, you know, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of guys there. And I, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting all names. I'm just <laughs> I I didn't expect that question coming. So. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there on social media. But this is it's up to you. This is something that you know. My father, I, this is a lesson I learned from him. 
uh, and, and I'll say this for any listener out there. My father used to love the show Sports Reporters. It used to be a, a Sunday morning show yeah. on ESPN where it was like five, a roundtable of five guys who were journalists across the country who just talked about stuff. And he loved to watch this show because he hated it because it was just <laughs> every week someone made him mad. It was Jason Whitlock. It was this guy. It was that guy. And he was just like, I can't stand that guy. And I love it when John Saunders or whoever shuts that guy up and, and, and something. And then he realized one morning, he was like, I spend so much time being negative, paying attention to what this person says, who I don't value their opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing that? And that's what I encourage people. It's like, listen, and it goes the same thing. If you think that I'm full of it, just don't consume my media. And I I know it's going to take away from my numbers, but you know what? I, I think that's better for you and it's better for me. If you just disagree, then disagree. It's cool. There's people I disagree with all the time. I see them like, hey, what's up, man? It's I, I don't hate you. You know, I, I just, we disagree. And I think when people take to, to a toxic level, that's when it's a problem. But by and large, you don't need to do that. So, you know, a suggestion I'll make is uh, is pulling back from those things so that you can you know, find more things and, and, and find the people who you do resonate with and you do learn from. And you know, like, you know what? I'm a, I, I like that. I like the way that person approached. I didn't learn. I learned something different here, or, you know what? This guy refreshed something that I thought I remembered, but I wasn't sure. Those are the people that I, I, I tend to take on and, you know, consume their media in my life. Wise words. I, I mean, I could apply that to my own life because, yeah, I feel like I'm, you know, a magnet to the uh, the toxicity sometimes. It's, it's natural. It's yeah. made. It's made to grab us. And, and there's been there's been entire moguls in media built off of that. And, and not, not that's not just Pittsburgh. That's the, the world. You know, they 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 rile people up. They get you to call in because they want that that thing. And I just think that. You know, it, it's fine if that's how you made your money. That, that's entertainment. That, that, that you know, that was so, so we got distracted. But I think we as consumers sometimes, because I'm still a consumer myself. I may do 13 podcasts a week, <laughs> but um, you know, I still I still listen to stuff. I just got done listening to Bomani Jones's uh, Martin Luther King Day episode. And I was like, wow, that that refreshed my mind on some things, and I'm using that to move forward. So, um, so yeah, uh, I think it's I, I, I'm I'm right with you on that. It, it's just being smart about what you consume and realizing what what is this pulling out of me and what am I getting out of it well I appreciate uh you know we'll be I appreciate your tweets and your take and your attitude congrats on best take of the year and we'll be uh we'll be we'll be reading you all through the offseason absolutely check me out on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette the Locked On Steelers podcast the Locked On NFL podcast the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette also channel 11 anytime you catch me there it's always great chat with you guys and and hey do keep if you're if you're just stumbling across this or you're a behind the steel curtain fan do keep following the great work that they do with my man Jeff Hartman over there uh running the show uh they are uh this is where I got started back when I was in law school um, and I started, you know, just blogging is just for extra money on the side for going out when I was in school. Uh, and I kept up with it. it was where I picked up a lot of just tips and tips and things and learning uh, before I started, you know, making more progress in the business. So they do great stuff here at BTSC. You're in good hands. And now you're in the stadium. So there you go. <laughs> exact cover game day, baby. All right, now that we got some of the uh, brown nosing out of the way, I don't, <laughs> I don't feel too bad about introducing this next category, the Steelers Party from Hell. Okay. This goes to the live tweeters. Oh. Uh, you know, this is a special live, you know, some some of the fans out there are live tweeters. They do every play with a little mm-hmm. bit of quote-unquote commentary or analysis oh. maybe, and... 
Uh, but, you know, these are always skew so negative. People always like to find the blame in every moment, in every play, you know, using words like embarrassing or unacceptable. I love how things can be unacceptable, but then, you know, us fans have no choice but to accept them or or people that use the word hate or uh, just, you know, these live, some of these live tours. So anyway, welcome to the Steelers but it's not just one this is this okay. is a whole genre of tweeter okay. so welcome to the Steelers party from hell at Blitzburg Steelers takeaways at Pittsburgh sport uh obvi- obviously not Tomlin who went from parody account to dark side Jedi <laughs> and our own even our own here at behind the steel curtain Jeff Hartman at J Hartman underscore Pitt the Steelers party from hell if we were all in the same room uh i would definitely be turning up the volume i see i thought steelers party from hell was going to be like an actual tailgate of steeler people that you did not want to be around having seen many of those steeler uh online media people where it's like hey we're having a tailgate and i'm like wow that looks like a party from hell that i would <laughs> have to spend 50 bucks to go drink outside at no but yeah. maybe it'd be fun to what to drink with these people and see how uh how they all i don't really know you know hardly any of them well and also so. too just to try and be positive i imagine there are a lot of folks that you know tweet very negatively about the Steelers and if you get a drink in them where you talk about them and anything else perhaps they're more pleasant perhaps they're not perhaps they're worse but I mean it's it very well could be hey and I'm I'm a former I'm a former bad tweeter you know oh, I, I didn't know that. oh sure the Jacks you know the uh not the Blake Bortles game the Jacksonville loss uh to David Gerard oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and I've had some shameful tweets so oh, I you know okay. I'm not believe me I'm on no okay. one's best or worst of <laughs> tweet lists I there's no Yinzi for me in, in, in my tweet past <laughs> time for our final award fan of the year our marquee award and it's hard to find a, a fan of the year especially this season when 75 percent of the tweets are negative but one person emerged like indiana jones finding the ark we were drawn to him and he's on here with us it's our 2023 yinzi award for fan of the year at steel city mikey hey thank you very much kyle i, I really appreciate that i mean I would totally have to agree with you. A lot of the stuff you see online is uh, extremely negative and volatile, and it kind of, you know, brings you down a little bit as a fan. So I try and, like, stay positive and, like, keep people's spirits up and keep them optimistic for the future of the team uh, as a whole. What are you seeing out there on social media? Most everyone is snarky, but you seem to have a bit of a different approach. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really care if people, like, like what I say or agree with me. I really don't care if they disagree with me. I just like to share like my positive outlook and that's it. Because I mean, um, the team is something that helps me like escape from like reality, you know, like all the bullshit you deal with in your day to day and all that, you know, just to like unplug and just enjoy the game on Sundays. So like I try and like stay positive with it because it's something that reaffirms like positivity in my life, if that makes any sense. As one of the few positive Steeler fans out there on Twitter, who do you like to follow? Uh, I really like Arthur Motes a lot. I think uh, his outtake and his optimism is awesome. Uh, Deke as well. Uh, a lot of people from behind the steel curtain as well, like uh, Jeff Hartman is really good. Uh, Brian Anthony Davis. Um, uh, the, the Schofield brothers, I really enjoy their takes as well. So uh, Chris Carter 
Um, I know they're more local and, but I mean, a lot of the local media is kind of trashy with a lot of things they say. They like to, they, they, they push your buttons. They say a lot of dumb shit that like, like you just want clicks and attention, man. You don't, I don't really, I can't take you seriously, but, uh, yeah, those are probably, um, my favorite follows on Twitter for sure. Well, congrats again, the fan of the year for 2023 from what Jin's talking about. Cheers, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your time. All right. Well, that wraps up the second annual Yinzi Awards. It flew by. The, you know, I, I, th I think we added some categories this year. I, was it success? I don't know. Are they going to be talking about uh, our performance in the uh, in the trades? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine. What else is going on at the trades during the NFL playoffs? Yeah, playoffs? Oh, you, what? You mean I, I, don't, I don't have to watch... Uh, the Dallas again? Uh, oh, give me a break. Yeah, Danny Dimes. I don't know. Bring on mock draft season, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, I <laughs> see, that, I feel that's, that's the, that is that is mocking the gravesite, man. That is. Um, all right. If, uh, you know, go on to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If, uh, if you want to place your votes for Yinzi Awards, you can uh, find the article on there and put some comments in the comment section. I don't know if you have... Mm -hmm. If you have anything to say if you is there is there anyone who made it through this point if you're if you listen to this point then uh i hope triple a comes soon <laughs> where can we find you on social media oh god at uh greg benevent v as in boy ene v as in victor ent uh twitter and instagram i am at kyle Kreiss. continue the conversation online or else <laughs> We'll see you next week where we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming of hot takes and, you know, well, maybe, you know, maybe there'll be some free agency talk before we Who can knows? actually dive in. We're not doing mocks in January. I made a, you know, that's after, a good rule. After Thank last, you. After Thank last you. year, no mocks in January. We'll see. We'll see if I break that. Is there anything to talk about? No. All right. Until next week. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumbacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.